Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this beautiful, sunny weekend with the inside-outside guys right here on AM760 WJR for the next two hours. My name is Ken Calverly. I am the outside guy. Good morning, Chuck Bridenstine, the inside guy. Uh, looking forward to actually you getting out and getting rid of that pallor you've got that makes you look dead. I mean, if you laid down and laid still, they might pick you up and bury you. You know what? I, you know what? I, it's funny you start off that. You know, it's funny. I, you you prove it every week. You start the show off with an insult. Love you. Yeah. Thanks. You did it last week too. Every show starts off with an insult to Ken. Luckily, I got thick skin, and I was seeing to my thick wife white last skin. Week. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's it. I'm going home. I'm going home. No, That's you're going to go outside and walk in the woods. No, I actually said to my wife, my wife is half Filipino. She's got the darker skin. My kids all took after her. Got, thank goodness they've got the darker skin. I told my wife last night, I have never been this white in my life. I feel the same way. I was just putting it on you. <laughs> and it's funny you say that, though. I was just saying last night, between my age and the lack of sun, my body has never been this white before. It really hasn't. But and, uh, isn't it great to see? The what sun. a gorgeous oh, morning. And other- it's moving across that eastern sky. It's starting to, the sun rise is moving yep. north. Yep. yep. I yep. love yep. it. Yep. Great. Great to see. And if you look at the long-term forecast, buddy, we have 40s. I mean, it's supposed to be 62 here Wednesday. This is February. I know. And we're going to have some great weather ahead. So we, we're just so lucky. I got to tell you, you inspired me. So an insult to start with. No, true compliment. Uh, what, you Was understand your, why I'm a little bit gun-shy, don't you? <laughs> your attitude about spring. I love it. You and I declared spring started like three weeks ago, and I, I think I, I told you this morning in our conversation, I, I was doing, I started spring cleaning yesterday inside the house. Oh, really? Well, that's good, inside the house. In, yeah, it was inside. You're the inside guy. Makes sense. <laughs> but today, I'll get outside today. Yeah. Gorgeous. Listen, oh. I mean, get outside today, period. Who Get the sun on your face. I tell my kids, I'll text exactly. them, look up. Yeah. Let it get on your face. Yeah, you're right. Good You're right. It's a great day to get out and do some work around the house, and we are here for you for any and all those questions you may have. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. want to remind everybody, the Inside Outside Guys are going to be at the Backyard Pool and Spa Show coming up next weekend. Yeah, the 18th. And at uh, 1030, it's a little while, we're going to have Chris Ferris, who is on the board of the Backyard Pool and Spa Show and on the board of directors. And it's a great show, and it'll be at the Suburban Collection Showplace next week, and we want to see you there. And while we're at it, let's just say it right now. Be caller 9 at 800-8590-WJR to win a pair of tickets to the Backyard Pool and Spa Show February 17th through the 19th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. For a bonus chance to win, text the keyword POOL to that same number, 800 800- Eight five nine zero nine five seven. Keep listening for more chances to win. I like that. I wonder if our we've got some listeners in Florida that uh, I was just made aware of, and I want to say hi to them. And uh, I don't know if they will try to win those tickets to get back here for that. If I were in Florida, I'd stay there. <laughs> I really would. I'd soak up the sun this yeah. time of year. Soak up the sun. Pool and spa right there, all around you there. But you say you say listeners from Florida, Chuck. We are getting emails from every state in the union. Canada. That's Okay. Do you like that? 
Well, it's not a state of union, but yeah. <laughs> so we're international now is what you're saying. Canada. Canada. I've yeah. just always, I don't know why I heard that years ago, Canada. And I'm always well, you get mad at me when I say Illinois. <laughs> My mother-in-law gets mad at you and I have to hear about it. Yeah, right. It's not me, pal. It's her. And she, you have to hear about Her that. word means more than mine. So, because she is from Illinois. So why is she, it spelt that way? She's, why do you let your partner do that? I said, I, he's bigger than I am. I, I got nothing to say about what he does. Hey, also, want to remind everybody that we're going to be hearing from somebody that we ha- are really excited about, uh, owner of a company named Dex Unlimited. Tomorrow, yes. Yeah. And we have so many listeners that are saying, hey, I need my deck refinished. I need a deck built. I need my deck rebuilt, torn down and rebuilt, or that patio ripped out and a deck replacement. So that's going to be exciting tomorrow. Yes, it is. And, you know, every year you and I do a show specifically on deck, deck maintenance, um, making sure your deck is uh, safe. And we talk about all the accidents. It's either the ledger board or it's the railings. There are so many accidents and deaths in this country every year from unsafe decks. And we'll make sure to, to obviously do a show on that, but tomorrow's going to be a good time. To, to we got to work three hours today again. We do. And we do. I want to get out in that sun. You know. Are you looking for overtime, Chuck? <laughs> well, I'm going to call Steve after the show and see, see about that overtime thing. Good luck with that. But we've got a great guest on from 12 to 1. So really? if people are thinking about that third cup of coffee about noon, that would be a good time to get it. We do. We're going to have Lake Point Electric on at noon, between noon and 1 for the education hour. And uh, what a great company. The local oh. are on the east side, and, and the owner, Paul, is uh, also a builder as well. Beautiful home. We broadcast beautiful homes. Yep, looking forward to them being a team partner as well as uh, doing that show from 12 to 1, so that'll be a lot of fun. And tomorrow, Pally, is Super Sunday. Pally. Pally. You're picking the Eagles or the Chiefs? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. told you our oldest out in Hollywood, um, I'll tell her that tomorrow's Super Sunday. she go, how many baskets are they going to make, Dad? I go, no, honey, it's football. It's football. No, if she's listening, she's That is laughing. true, though. Uh, hey, you know what? <laughs> but she and her husband don't care about football at all except right. for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm a college guy. I'm not a big NFL guy. You know that. So I'm not. Uh, <laughs> you could have been a college jock. I could, no, I couldn't have. No, no. You didn't know me in my youth. <laughs> in your youth. In my youth. You'd have been kicked off the it, campus. You're right. Our phone lines are open. We'll take your calls when we get back from break. Just a few minutes. 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888 Seven. Hey, here's a little something for the betting people. Our good buddy, Elliot, uh, who's a world-renowned economist out in Washington, D.C., says that whichever team wears the white jerseys in the Super Bowl yep. wins 64% of the time. Hmm. People like him are so bored in life that they track that kind of stuff. God bless Okay, Elliot. well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my money's on the team that has white jersey. The Chiefs are wearing the white jerseys Most. tomorrow. My money's on the Chiefs. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not. But okay, if I had to, if someone said you have to bet for someone. If that's the only uh, metrics I have, I'll, I'll I'll take it. I'm with you there. Hey, we had the owner of Victor's Home Solutions on with us last Sunday, was it or Saturday? Sunday last yep. weekend, Victor. I know. Yep. And great guy, extremely conscientious, and he went from being a world-class roofer to adding something to his business that he talked to us about. Yeah, um, Victor is starting a division where he will come in in a day, 
sometimes and totally remove your bathroom and give you a new one, Victor's Home Solution can now give you a beautiful new roof and a beautiful new bathroom. Give them a call once again, Victor's Home Solutions. Welcome back, everybody. We appreciate you being with us. I want to remind you that the phone lines will be open a little later in the show, and we would love to hear from you. So if you got questions, write them down, because if you're like Ken and I, you'll forget them <laughs> very quickly. I mentioned I started doing spring cleaning, right? You get those orange stains. We've got four bathrooms in the house, and in one of them, I always get iron stains hmm. in the toilet and the sink. Don't get them in the other three. Why, Chuck? Well, you and I believe, you know, it has to do with the charge on the fixtures. You know, there's minerals in suspension, so there's iron in my water. They're all, you know, all bathrooms are served by the same supply. But long story short, I said to myself, good Lord, Chuck, you got Beauchamp water treatment solutions as a team partner, and they'll do a free water test. <laughs> so I said to myself what you and I say to our listeners all the time, why don't you call them and get that free water test and find out what their prescription is to get rid of the iron in my case, but it could be any one of a hundred things. You know, it could be you got radon in your water. could be you got magnesium. You got that black gunk that uh, forms in your faucets. All those emails we get. <laughs> Calcium. It could be any one of a number of things. So we want to remind everybody, Beauchamp Water Treatment Solutions will provide a free in-house test and they won't try to sell you anything you don't need um, you could actually end up loving your water why not Beauchamp why not good they tell you they they have made many of our people happy over the years uh, the fact that you can go there and get a test for free and find out anything that's in your water that's one of the many reasons we love Beauchamp Phone lines are open, 888-654-GUYS, equals 888-654-4897. In just a few minutes, we're going to talk to Chris Ferris about uh, what we're going to be doing next Saturday at the Suburban Collection Showplace that will be attending the Backyard Pool and Spa Show. We're looking forward to seeing you there. We just gave away some tickets a few minutes ago. We'll have more coming up in just a little while. In this show. Right, this show you got okay. It. How many did they give you to give away? They don't trust me. They know I'd sell them on them. <laughs> we have two more pair coming up, buddy. I like that. So, would you have a pool? Have Have you and your bride ever had a desire to have a pool? Oh goodness, yes, we had one. As a matter of fact, oh, you did. That's oh, right. I, I loved forgot. my pool. I loved my pool. We we um, built the house in '98, and we put a 16 by 32 doughboy pool. In the next year. What the heck is a doughboy? It's a brand of pool. That's what World War One grunts were, doughboys. It's a brand of pool. And uh, I had, I had I little little that. ones, and I grew up with a pool, and I think it's so important. Did you? Just, oh, yeah. And I had a great yard for it. I had a great yard that got 24-hour sun. So oh, yeah. My, 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 my youngest daughter now, who's 22, when she was born, within days, I had her in that pool. Within days, I and believe that's she was, great for kids. Oh, I could dunk her. She knew how to hold her breath from day one. Yeah, they're beneficial. Not I love, afraid of it. Not afraid. And I love pools. So yeah, I. I now here's the problem with it. Anything I ever got for the family, whether it was a pool, whether it was quads, whether it was horses, I always wound up being the one who took care of it all. And I should have known better when I did it. But uh, if you're a dad and you're going to do that stuff, just know you're going to have more responsibility. I have. Uh... Asked my bride to commit to the idea that if we sell the place up north, if and when that happens, I'll, I'll, I'll build an indoor pool attached to the house. 
so I can just step right out of the breakfast nook and swim in January. <laughs> That'll be my thing if, if and when that ever occurs. Now, when I put that pool in, buddy, the, it was in the middle of summertime, hot, hot, hot as can be, and my property was pure clay. And when you put those pools in, and I did it all myself, you have to um, sink some 8 by 16 cinder block into the ground, literally level. And my ground was so hard that I had to get my cutoff saw and cut <laughs> into the ground to get that in there. People don't realize that. You know, I remember building a pole barn in the middle of August, and it was in the clay you describe. And we, of course, had a tractor with an auger. Yep. And we kept shearing pins on the auger. You'd, you'd, you'd put that auger in the ground, and you'd see smoke coming up yeah. out of the ground. And then, boom, the auger would stop. You sheared another pin. Yeah. That ground was as hard as <laughs> concrete. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss it at all. <laughs> hey, hopefully people out there had a chance to take a look at this week's um, uh, article in the Detroit News Homestyle section. Very good article. It's up at the InsideOutsideGuys.com. It's also up at the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook as well. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, what was it this morning? Twenty-four degrees ish. It was so pretty, but it was cold. But it was bitter cold. And I have been in houses. I remember I actually built this one uh, for a friend and his wife. And it, what it had been—it had been a house that had been started and then left vacant, and then purchased by the people I built. I finished it for. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I got a call about this time of year from them. I went over there, and everywhere under the drywall, you could see a little circle of frost. Yep. Everywhere there was a fastener. Yep. yep. And I'll never forget looking at it. I wish this was before you carried a camera with you, but long story short, they're going, what's going on? You know, is the house falling apart? And we just realized that having sat in the open for so long, there was a lot of moisture that the house had to get rid of, breathe out, if you okay. will. Okay. So what did you tell them? Turn the heat up? Tell, told them to turn the heat up, move the air, uh, dehumidify, and seal the basement floor. And it worked, and it never happened again after that. But it was one of those very unique circumstances where literally you could identify every nail, hood in, nail head in the painted drywall, even though it, you didn't see the fastener or the nail head back then. It was nails instead of screws because... The house lost heat faster where there was a nail, where there was a piece of metal. So why would you tell them to seal the basement floor? Because that's where their humidity was coming from. You and I <laughs> talk about that all the time. Sure. Yeah. How many letters, how many emails do we get saying, I got all this humidity this time of year. Where is it coming from? How do I get rid of it? We tell people, most likely your basement floor, right? Yep. Most likely your basement floor. You want to caulk any cracks that are in the floor. You want to caulk where the floor meets the sidewall of your basement and you also want to put a water-based breathable sealer if there's nothing else on the floor yeah. now we talk about that in the article we talk about how, th how how really thin your walls are how little separates us from well this morning 24 degrees outside and a core body temperature of 98 whatever degrees right right so think of that differential that's 74 degrees difference and you're walking around in your jammies and your socks, you know, inside, and that wall isn't as wide as a span of your thumb to pinky. Yeah, you said that in the article. I thought that was that was really cool. But think about that, everybody. You're you're sound asleep, and the other side of that wall, <laughs> you'd be dead. It's that cold outside. <laughs> if you have that moisture problem in your basement, 
you and I have a solution for anybody that can hear us on this strong signal at WJR. It is. You know, when you get that water in the basement or you start seeing cracks in your walls, they don't get better. They just don't. They only get worse. Before it costs you too much money, before it opens up totally, call Foundation Systems of Michigan, Michigan's largest basement basement and foundation experts. Once again, this next segment, the Inside Outside Guys, brought to you by, by Foundation Systems of Michigan. Welcome back, everybody. We do appreciate you being with us. I want to remind you that later on, the phone lines will be open. Where we're going to talk to a guest about an exciting upcoming event right now. We are right now on the line with us. We have Mr. Chris Ferris, who is on the board of the Backyard Pool and Spa Show, which is going to come to us next weekend at the Suburban Collection Show Place. We are going to be there as well as you, Chris, right? I sure will. How are you doing, Chuck and Ken? We are blessed to be here and, and looking forward to seeing you next week. So tell people about the show that they can gain more information at by going to BackyardPoolShow.com. But tell our listeners what they can expect. Sure. The Backyard Pool and Spa Show is produced and presented by the Backyard Pool and Spa Professionals of Michigan, which is the Michigan chapter of the Pool and Hot Tub Alliance, which is a national trade organization that actually is at the forefront of writing standards and professionalism in our industry. I know you guys can relate to that, having as much experience you do in education and trying to do a show to help people select the right provider for the services that they're hiring to get done and to be sure that they're building to a correct standard. So we're proud to have owned the show for a great deal of time, been involved with the show for now 28 years. And um, with the exception of the COVID pandemic, we had one year where we didn't have a show, which nobody had much of anything going on that year. But we're excited to rebuild the show again. It's a show that has 32 to 35 exhibitors several pool installers and build companies, several spa companies, landscapers, a few home improvement vendors, but primarily a backyard water and service provider show with a really targeted purpose to benefit both the consumer and the exhibitors. So it's an exciting show. It's a smaller show, but very targeted. If you're looking to find somebody to help you create that backyard oasis, that's the place to be on the 17th through the 19th of February next weekend. Is it still a growth industry, Chris? It is. It is. It's, it's been a pent-up growth, right? So during the COVID, a lot of people resisted and couldn't do just because of certain things and restrictions, but that kind of built an interest. And I think COVID also taught or gave some people some motivation that, hey, you know, what's important to me is family, my backyard, instead of running out to find your enjoyment and your pleasures to stay right home and make memories with your family. So uh, we had an incredible year as an industry, uh, really the last couple, three years, and it looks like this year is good as well. So, um, you know, the good thing about this show is the people that are in the show uh, still have available places in their calendar to put you in and, and build, which some people can't say they can find. So, yeah, it's it's a good industry that's growing um, and backyard seems to be where people put not just backyard pool and water, but backyard landscaping, backyard decking, backyard pavilions, outdoor kitchens. I mean, everything in the world is going into the backyard. Boy, Chris, I'm looking at your website right here at BackyardPoolShow.com, and you do have a lot, a lot of people coming to this show. A lot of people we know, um, All Stay Home and Leisure. Yeah. A good friend of ours from, from the show is going to be there as well. Chris, what about... Um, any Are the supply chain issues behind us for the most part when it comes to pools? Because you mentioned how busy they were last three years. That, I'm sure that was an issue. 
Well, it was an issue, a definite issue, and it, and it prevented some things from getting done. Uh, it seems to be um, alleviated to a degree. It's still got some issues, but overall, I think most manufacturers have risen to the challenge, and they're producing at uh, pretty pretty full capacity. So we don't nearly have the weights that we had two years ago when everybody, not just our industry, but other industries were struggling as well. Um, but yeah, no, it seems like everybody's geared up for a good year. They seem to be telling us that their supplies are adequate to to fulfill the needs that we have for this year. So I think I think it's going to be a great year. And one of the best things about this show, actually this year, something new we're doing, we're having an educational pavilion. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of it, but the Pool and Hot Tub Alliance authored the code that the International Code Council uses, uh, which is called the International Swimming Pool and Spa Code. And uh, it's been enacted and adopted by the state of Michigan as the uh, authority on how to build proper pools and things like that. And we're uh, actually having a section of our show that we're uh, manning that will have cutouts of a concrete pool, a, a, a vinyl liner pool, uh, hopefully a fiberglass pool by the time the show comes around and different people in that booth that can give consumers a very non-proprietary information that will help them make the right decision. I mean, it's a big purchase no matter what you go with, and uh, but we want people to understand that backyard water and backyard recreation is a great place to put your put your money. I mean, it's going to make your family a different family for sure. So we're excited about that. You started to address that. one of the questions Ken and I had, Chris. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned three different types of in-ground pool. You didn't mention gunite. Um, yep, no, spray concrete or gunite. Yep, gunite and concrete are kind of used synonymously, but a gunite pool and a shotcrete pool is types of concrete pool. Um, I mean, pools along the years have gone from wood wall pools back in the 70s to some home DIY did some block wall pools, fiberglass walls, concrete floors, concrete poured shot walls, fiberglass one-peat shells, and vinyl liner constructed on site, too. So. All of those pools have really advanced, particularly in in the three majors that are still there, where you can do just about anything in a pool now with uh, fiberglasses stepped up and done some cool things that only concrete used to be able to accomplish, as well as vinyl liner has stepped up. So really, it's just a matter of your needs, your budget, and selecting the right uh, provider to put it in that you can have trust and confidence in. So. That education is super important to this chapter, the the Backyard Pool and Spot Professionals. It's something we're doing to advance licensing and and regulation in the state of Michigan because we want our consumer to have a good experience. Every bad experience from a consumer makes our industry less less favorable as a place to put your expendable income. So we're excited about it. Explain that very well. Today's hot tub, are they, how much better are they than the old hot tubs? Anyone that may have had an old hot tub, Remember the maintenance. Remember how much it costs to to run that hot tub. The hot tubs now are made very much more efficient, are they not? Yeah, efficiency is the biggest step forward, right? So not just efficiency, but I would argue probably even um, maintaining. So your outdoor cabinets are now composite materials, where in the past they were just wood, pretty much. Um, the you know the efficiency of the motors, the heaters. I mean that's all being driven by green energy and the and the trend to be more efficient. So there's no question that all of them have stepped up and had to, but you know to answer public demand, but have made them more efficient and and more long lasting. But as far as the water chemistry, as long as you treat your water the way you're instructed to, you should not have 
any water chemistry issues. A lot of people think, oh, I don't want to have a pool or a spa because it's so much work, so much maintenance. But really, there's a lot of, uh, particularly in this pool industry, there's a lot of, you know, chemical induction things like chlorine generators and things like that that make it so much more easy, including in the spas. If you keep your water chemistry balanced and use it regularly, you're going to have a clean swimming environment that's healthy. And we'll be talking to a lot of the exhibitors next week in Wabla there who will be help explaining a lot of this stuff and going into a little more detail while we're there next Saturday. We're so looking forward to it. Um, if I'm listening right now, what are some ways I can get some tickets or find some tickets out there, Chris? So you can go on to Backyard Pool and Spa Show, back, I'm sorry, BackyardPoolShow.com, and the tickets are $14 for anyone 13 over, uh, $12 for our senior and those that have served us in the military, $12 or um, 12 and under with are free with a paid guardian. It's the 17th, 18th, 19th of next weekend, February, from Friday from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So the best best way is either to come right to the show if you, if you last minute and say, hey, let's go do something today. It's supposed to be 30 degrees next week, 35 maybe into the 40s, so too cold to go out there and start all your spring projects, which is only 20 or 37 days away, but, uh, you know, perfect weather to come in and kind of talk and pick the brains of the people that are doing what you want to have done, and then uh, come on out right to the ticket booth. So the ticket booth, backyardpoolshow.com is a way to get them, and through the ticket booth right there that day. So it doesn't have to be a pre-thought plan. We'd like it to be, but it doesn't have to be. We just want you to get out there and see what's going on and let us help you make the best I think decision. the guys ought to look to buy uh, their bride a hot tub, a therapeutic hot tub for Valentine's Day. That's right. And, and I like, think the guy's just, motivation just like, would, yeah, the guy's motivation ahead. probably wouldn't be therapy, but it would certainly be a nice thing for Valentine's Day. And with all the bonuses being given out by the big three, what better place to put your money? Well, you're, ta- you're, you're talking to Chuck, a guy who bought his wife a new hunting rifle last year, even though she doesn't hunt. <laughs> <laughs> How did she take that, Chuck? <laughs> well, Chuck said, all right, then I'll just use it. Luckily, she didn't take it to me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chris Ferris, we look forward to seeing you next weekend at the Suburban Collection Show Place for the Backyard Pool and Spa Show. Once again, if you're listening, go to Backyard Pool Show. Dot com and you can see everything that Chris and Chuck and I just spoke about. Once again, we look forward to seeing you next weekend, Chris. Thank you so much for Likewise. coming. Thanks, Thanks Chris. Guys. Have a great day. Right. God bless. Bye. You too, buddy. It's going to be a big show. There'll be a lot of people there this year. Sound like Ed Sullivan. Really big show. It's going to be a really big show. I so, even, I've never even seen an episode of that, you old guy. <laughs> <laughs> when you go, who's Ed Sullivan? You know that's an issue. You know, it's really cool to listen to him talk about the, the various types of in-ground pools. Now, I know the show is a, about a lot more than that. But, boy, has that industry changed. You he did a great job, didn't he? This morning. Yeah, he did. You, Chuck and I will tell people when they come on, talk up, just talk, talk, talk about you. You're Chris, the expert. Talk. Chris did a, yeah, you're the expert. Chris was the expert. He did a great job. Thanks so much for coming on, Chris. Hey, as it warms up, we're going to see the robins back. We're going to see the, <laughs> the ducks back and the swans and, unfortunately, the critters, too, the bugs and the... Ticks and, and the, the mice. We've had mice. emails on mice. Yeah, and when yeah. your yard needs to get sprayed for for mosquitoes for you can enjoy it this year, any of your pest needs, we tell you to call R-O-V-E, Rove Pest Control. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you being with us. Phone lines are open. 
888-654-GUYS, 888-654-4897. Ken. Chuck. If you're out driving at night, and you drive all the time. I do. I try not to drive at night anymore, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Starting to sound like an old guy. And you see a red porch light on. What does that mean this month? Careful. Careful. It's a family show. There are children listening. Exactly. Why would you ask me that question? (laughs) It means I drive the other way (laughs) as fast as possible. (laughs) Boy, could we talk about this? I have no idea. February is heart month. Okay. So people put a red light to represent uh, a tribute to healthy hearts. I really hope everyone knows that. They need to, well, they need to get that's why you listen out. to the Inside Outside guys, because it's on your house, and it's relevant to your housing experience, and so it's housing information. My <laughs> wife tells a story. When I first met her, she's a teenager. She moved into her grandparents' house, and she had a red light in her bedroom. She was in the upstairs, and Grandpa came home. Grandpa was born in the night, you know, early 1900s, just scream at her. Get that red light out of that. And she had no idea what she did wrong. Sure. No idea. But for those who don't know, it used to be called the red light district for a reason. Yeah. But I hope they make that clear because you may have some weird people knocking at your door if you put a red light out there. Well, the green lights a couple months ago were tributes to the veterans. I do remember that. Uh, we talked about that a little bit. And it's funny because when I saw that, I had probably probably the same thoughts you had. When I asked you, <laughs> so thought I'd better look into it and make sure that people weren't uh, assuming anything they shouldn't. Hey, it just proves that we're red-blooded men, <laughs> American men. 888 guys equals 888 Phone lines are open. Chuck, we got two emails this week. We got we, more than two uh, emails, Ken, for heaven's sake. Specific emails oh. this week. That had to do with smoke in a house or smoking in an apartment. And so many people move into an apartment and they find out the neighbor smokes or the people underneath them smoked or the people that was there before they got there smoked. And the main question is what can they do about it? And honestly, there are a couple of those questions that we get, Chuck and I go, this is just a tough one. And, and this is one of them. Reminds me of a cereal. What's that? I'm sorry? Reminds me of a cereal. What can you do about it? Nothing, honey. <laughs> Nothing, honey. Yeah, right, right. Um, if you move into that house, Chuck, I, you remember the house I bought years ago as a flip? <sighs> and this is how much the people before me smoked. Now, this was a detached single-family dwelling. It was. You moved into versus an apartment. I never moved into it. I, yeah, right. I, that I, you bought. I yeah, bought it sorry. and fixed it up. Yeah. But they have us tell the story. They had a wall that, say, it was, oh, 8 by 15. And the entire wall was had the 12 by 12 mirror tiles on we used to see all the time. The entire wall had them um, adhesive down to the wall. And when we pulled those off, every seam had resin from the smokers, just brown, ugly resin. So when you tore it off, you could still see all the squares from everything. I remember when I bought it, the house stunk so bad of smoke the minute I walked in. Stale. Stale. Disgusting, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, memories you have as a kid, you know, they bring back those those memories. My dad was a smoker. I can still smell that. Yeah. 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 And I so was my father. I agree with you. And I was able to, you know, basically take everything out of the house, clean it, paint it, new carpeting, anything that would absorb those odors. We got the curtains we got out of there, brought out new in. Issue was gone. However, if you're in an apartment, 
That's a tough one. Actually, the lady responded after I responded to her this week that she had called for or she'd emailed for her daughter, and her daughter moved out. Yeah. And the uh, only thing we can say, you know, is you got to have cooperation from a landlord, cleaning, sanita- cleaning and sanitizing air ducts, um, a retrofit air cleaner in the furnace will help. Um, an air scrubber maybe out, outside. Air scrubber, um, if you can caulk the ducts a lot, or excuse me, the baseboard, jeepers. Yep. Uh, especially if you have solid surface flooring, uh, you know, intersecting the, the common walls. Caulk will help because a lot of air is transferred between units underneath the walls, believe it or not, the common walls. And... It's interesting. You talked about a friendly landlord. You know, I've done a lot of continuing education over the years for uh, people that own tens of thousands of apartments, sure. and this is a big issue for them. They legally can have non-smoking properties, but they can't effectively enforce non-smoking policies. Right. Right. So that, and the fact that, of course, with the marijuana, the medical marijuana issue out there, well, yeah, yeah, you really can't. It's really effectively unenforceable, right? So. If you walk into a new unit that you're thinking of signing a lease on and you smell that smoke, be forewarned Amen. that you probably should say no to that unit and look at another one Amen if that's that. an issue for you. Yeah. No, you're so right. The landlords are really placed in, in an untenable position uh, in that regard. Yeah, you're right. You know, I agree with you. It's crazy. So, and it's not going to get better. No. I mean, if you move into a, if you like Chuck says, the first day you're there and you smell a lot of smoke... There's not a lot you can do as a renter to fix it. I no. mean, you may do everything that we just suggested, and, and at that point, you got to invest time, you got to invest money are into you gonna, a rental. Are you going to buy new carpet for your apartment, your rented apartment? No. Exactly. Is the landlord going to replace it if it's otherwise in good shape? No. You could shampoo it, but <laughs> it's it's a tough position. And we do get a lot of those emails, and those are those are the one that we wish we wish we say, yeah, do this, this, and this, and it'll get rid of it. But we don't. Now, no, here's one that we had. are not smokers, so we empathize entirely with these people. <laughs> here's another one that we had just recently, Chuck, and we've had it in the past, where people say they can't get a door to shut. Um, it just won't shut. Now, a lot of times we'll ask them to maneuver the, the last where, where it latches in. But a lot of time, if it's a closet door, if you take that center pin out, the center pin from the hinge. You're talking about a bifold door? No, it's the regular closing door that okay. keeps opening. Gotcha. And just bend it a little bit. Just put a little slight, but take a hammer, set it on the concrete, just pop it once in the center. It'll give a slight bend to it. Top, middle, or bottom? Just the middle, the middle hinge. That will stop that door. I've recommended it to probably two or three people over the year, and they said it worked every time. It just adds a little more friction in that door when it goes to shut that doesn't let it open up. So pull that hinge off, give a little bend to it, put it back in. And I bet that door will shut just fine. And you'll see seasonal fluctuations. You and I have written articles on this because everything in the house is wood, and wood changes dimensions throughout the year depending on humidity. (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. 888-654-4897, taking your phone calls after break. Chuck, I'm thinking about getting the roof. What would be your recommendation? I go with a company that specializes in roofs and has as good a warranty as you'll find out there for labor and materials and has a great relationship with their manufacturer. I mean, a company that has, take, that has been on the WJR Airways for years, we trust them very much. You should, too. And, of course, we're talking about our good friends at Kearns Brothers.
Hello, everybody. Glad to be back with you. You give me dirty looks and bad signs with your phalanges. My phalanges. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You were in rare form this morning, pal. I, I'm feeling good. You look terrible. <laughs> I stepped outside to get some of that sun on my pale skin on break here and realized it's still very cold. Also. Did it hurt? <laughs> well, thank God for Sharon's <laughs> and C&C Heating, Ventilating, and Air Conditioning Company, because I'll tell you what, it is still cold. You're right. <laughs> Man. You're, you're absolutely right. It is. Hey, I want to remind people, spring is just around the corner. This kind, this, I remember when I was- Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought it was- I stopped. Just it's Ken Spring. You declared spring. I never declared spring. Weeks ago. Lies. Lies. Did play, I actually listen back. to you and I take it from yeah, you? You, norm, you normally do. <laughs> a day like today gets companies' phones ringing. This early in the season, they walk outside, they see the sun, they walk around the house, and they go, oh, shoot, look at my chimney. My you know, eavesdrop's falling off the exactly. house. Exactly. They, they look up, or they look up a chimney or their porch, they notice that the sun was hard on the brick, and they call Brickworks Property Restoration, and, you know, you can get them probably now in a couple of weeks. I was wondering about Motor City Floors and Coatings. It's funny because I actually was sweeping the salt out of my garage this week. Okay. Truly, I did. I know. Is that an inside or an outside thing? It's inside till I well, sweep. Well, if the garage the door is open, outside. it's an outside thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I really was. I was, I was thinking of, of talking to Robin Max to see if they could do garages in this weather. I oh, think absolutely. they can, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think I, they said the technology works to 20. 20 degrees below zero, and the one great thing about Motor City Floors and Coatings, forever they had a 15-year warranty. Well, they just increased that a lot. A to, lot. To a lifetime Well, it warranty. depends. It's all relative, right? Yeah, right. I might have 15 <laughs> years left. <laughs> you, got, lifetime? you got probably 30, so so it's a better warranty for you than it is for me. Yeah, I'll be good with 30. I'll be happy with 30. You know what? I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Pally. Hey. We're, we're inviting phone calls if anybody has any questions. Uh, if not, Lord knows you and I got enough stuff to talk about, but we'd love to hear from you. 888-654-GUYS. Hopefully everybody's got that program. 4897. You're right. Right? Should. By now. Yep. Five most common causes of house fires. You actually talked about one of them a minute ago indirectly. Um, according to the National Fire Prevention Association, 14 million house fires a year. Wow. And I thought it was interesting. How many because of a chimney fire? Do you have that stats? You know. If I remember last time, it was around 15,000. You want to hear what's what's interesting? Um, that is not even in the top five. Wow. I know, even though it's huge. That's a, now I wonder if that's a result of all the less natural fireplaces to put in houses nowadays. Well, there you go. You take California out of the equation with their... Colorado as well. Well, I agree with you. (laughs) It's political. I shouldn't. (laughs) But cooking accounts for almost half of those 14 million. People get distracted. They're multitasking. They, boy, this is one that drives me up a wall. Handle from a pan that sticks out over the front of the stove. Are you one of those? That yes. drives last me. Night. Last night I did that. Last night it was sticking you out did and it? I moved it over. Oh, I've uh, I, listen. I have five I, see, I kids. I don't see you doing that. Doing what? Moving the pan no, handle? putting the handle out over the stove. No, no, oh. no, never, never. Oh, you no, fixed. I was cooking. I was cooking last night, and God. it was. I mean, literally, it was out, and I just moved over to the side. But five kids. Yes, My wife exactly. had a neighbor two doors down from her when she grew up. Exactly. Who the young man grabbed one of those pans when he was a baby. 
and he pulled it over himself. Oh, and he had lifelong burns. Horrible from those. to contemplate. Yeah. yeah, so you're right. That's that's a good example. That's and that's one of the biggest ones. You know, we talk about that with young children. That's what I always think about too. And then the elderly. You're right. You know, you walk by and you bump that. The second one, which I think is extremely timely on a day like today, are supplemental heaters, space heaters. Them tipping over or starting something on fire proximate to the heater. People put them too close to a curtain or a couch. Because when you first said space heaters, so many people out there went, oh, they have a, a safety switch on them. They do. If they moved, if they're not so over. over. Okay. We have one that we used out in our hunting cabin that's a... Um, a disc, probably about an eighteen-inch disc, and if you move it, is that it, a why, ceramic device? No, it's steel. It's okay. a, but if you move it, why it's on? I mean, at all. But if you were to maybe move it too close to a chair and then throw a coat over that chair and not realize how close it was, there's no doubt in my mind it would catch something on fire. Yeah, and that's what you're talking about. I am that, and people use extension cords to run them. And most of the devices, the extension cords, you and I have done half shows on extension cords and the little surge protectors, the cheap yes. throwaway surge protectors. Which we're going to be talking um, to Lake Point Electric about yeah. in the bonus hour today. Yeah. So those should be plugged in directly. Um, thought, I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, just, gosh, so many uh, Fires starting, and then smoking was number five. You kind of indirectly talked about still. Yeah, see, we have Kyle Swoboda. Probably used to be two or one, right? You know, in years gone by, right? The guy we normally have on, Kyle Swoboda, who's the police chief over at Plainfield. I was thinking of him. Smoky earlier. talks about all the time, and uh, just want to keep people safe. Know where your fire extinguisher is, and make sure you have the right kind. ABC eight 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 six five four guys. We'll talk to Mike from Monroe when we get back back from break. In the meantime, what's the best window I should buy, Chuck? One that is installed properly Amen. and warranted correctly. I mean one like our good friends at Window World have, Chuck? Exactly. Next segment sponsored by our good friends at Window World. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to get to the phones, but let's give away some more tickets, buddy. Uh, 800-859-0957. Be the what, ninth caller? You got it. Be the ninth caller, 800-859-0957, to get free tickets to the Backyard Pool and Spa Show next weekend at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Uh, go to BackyardPoolShow.com for more information or go to WJR. Or for more chance to win, text 800-859-0957, keyword home. Cool. Cool. Take like some phone calls, 888-654-GUYS, equals 888-654-4897. Let's talk to Mike in Monroe. Good morning, Mike. You're on with the Inside Outside Guys on WJR. How y'all doing? Good, sir. How can we help you today? So uh, I got a lally column in my basement that's kind of in the way. My house is like a rather small house, about 950 square feet upstairs. It's a brick ranch. And uh, I got a uh, center eye beam that 50 feet or so, and it's supported by four lally columns, which are spaced about 10 feet apart, and it's anchored end-to-end on uh, cinder block. And I'm wondering if I take one of those lally columns and move it to the, move it about four feet towards the wall, if there'll be any kind of consequence in that. 
and doing that. And if I can just, if I can substitute in a an adjustable support for that center beam. Consequence. I mean, honestly, before we did something like that, we'd consult a, a structural engineer, wouldn't you, Chuck? Chances are, in that house, um, is there a wall directly above that beam? Yes. Have you gone up in the attic to see if your roof is actually supported by that wall that rests upon that beam? It is not. You're absolutely positively sure? Yes. So you mentioned putting another adjustable uh, column in there. What's your thinking? Are you freeing up space or are you going to put a permanent additional column in? I'm I'm freeing up space. I could put a permanent positional column in there, but for the time being, I I you know, and the amount of support that's already there, I'm I'm wondering if it's even consequential that that one lally column comes out. Probably is. I agree with Ken. I would talk to a structural engineer. What you might be able to do, there might be a real simple solution if you have access to that beam to bolt a fabricated half-inch piece of steel to the existing beam and give it greater span capability between your, you know, uh, new column placements. But I would consult someone to do the load calculation. Go ahead. Even though it's already a steel I-beam? Oh, yeah. Yeah, steel I-beams get their span capability from their depth and the thickness and strength of the steel. That's probably an 8- or 10-inch I-beam, I'm guessing. The wide flanges are there strictly for load-bearing for wood frame. It's the middle center web that gives you the span capability, and when they put those columns in, it's rare for a builder to put a column in that he doesn't need. So if they put three or four of them in there, you probably need all of them. Uh, That was drawn into the, the sketch when it was first done. Yeah. So... Consult an engineer, and you might you might be able to go to a, a good lumberyard company like a Man's Lumber, and have them do the load calculations for you if you have the dimensions of that beam, and the spans. Okay. And they might be able to look it up right there in a book, and tell you what the span capability of that beam is, or go to a local steel fabricator, and they can do the same thing with a book. There's one in the Livonia, Smead and Son. Oh, yeah, They're right. very popular. They can help yeah. with that. Yep. But a lot of times putting what we call a flitch plate or another piece of steel bolted to that can increase the span capability. It's a pretty simple thing, but it's well worth it. You're going to hate yourself if you take out a column and then your roof starts to sag in about five years. Yeah, that's what I don't want to have happen. So No. But it's probably a pretty simple solution in, in a light wood frame construction like you're describing with a 950-square-foot ranch. Uh, so, so, you know, don't be fearful of consulting someone like an expert at Mann's or at Smead & Sons. Uh, it's probably a pretty simple, uh, you know, DIY project, or you could get somebody else in there to help you with it if you need it. All right, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Good luck. That's a tough one. Yep, you too. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. I mean, if he moves it and the consequences happen, there's no going back once it's moved. It's real tough. (laughs) If you get a sway back roof, you and I have seen many. Oh, goodness, Where the ridge dips and the exterior walls bow out. Now, he said his roof 
it must be a truss roof if it's not load-bearing on the center wall of that house. That is a small ranch. Right. Um, But it would be very common for there to be uh, intermediate diagonal webs that, that run from the center of the individual rafters to the top of that wall that is then supported by the beam down in the basement. And if that's the case, you got to be really, really careful. And we have, I, I have seen consequences of people moving those beams when they should not move those beams. And I tell you, there's nothing good about it. Yeah, those columns are there for a reason. They're easy to remove, <laughs> but the consequences can be long term. Or removing a weight bearing wall. You know, you've got to be careful. And, and well, that's definitely a load bearing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, I think the advice, go visit somebody, is 100% spot on. 888-654-4897. Let's talk to Bill in Royal Oak. Good morning, Bill. You're on with the guys. Yeah, good morning, guys. Um, I got a couple of issues. Um, one of them is uh, I'm leasing a condo high rise in a high-rise building in Royal Oak, and um you know, I'm in the center of the uh, center of the number of units, so I have people on both sides of me. Uh, one side is quiet as can be; you can't hear anything. The other side, you can hear people through the wall, like it's they're standing in the same room. Uh, so when I heard a bunch of noise one night, I sort of put my ear up to the wall a little bit to see if it was coming through the wall, and it wasn't. It seemed to be coming over the top of the wall, through a gap in the between the concrete ceiling and the wall. Hmm. Uh, my question is, is is that possible? And could I just fill that with a backer rod and some caulking and perhaps soundproof that? Well, if you don't mind holding on through the break, we have I have an idea. I'm sure Chuck does too. When we get back and break, we'll help you out. In the meantime, foundations, walls. If your basement wall is bowing, if you're seeing cracks in your basement wall, if you're getting a one-spotty corner that's very moist, it will only get worse if you don't take care of it. We found Foundation Solutions 360 because of how honest a company they are. We trust them. You should do, too. Foundation Solutions 360. 888-654-GUYS equals 888 888- Six five four four eight nine seven here for the next half. No, excuse me, hour and a half to answer any and all of your housing questions coming up at noon. We're going to be talking to our good friends at Lake Point Electric about how to keep you safe and some some of your energy alternative needs. Fair way to I'll put tell it. you what, they're a really cool company, and we're going to get to explore. I hope uh, questions that I've got written down. I think you do too about EV chargers. Yeah, there's so many questions about those. I agree. And there's so many options available, and and I think they are expert at that kind of thing. So look forward to it from twelve to one. They 100 percent are, Chuck. I talked earlier about how we get a lot of um, emails about smokers in um, multifamily units, and we're talking to Bill right now, who has an issue with the noise, and we hear that as well. You still with us, Bill? Yes, I am. All right. So, Chuck, what do you think? Um, My thought is. If there's a cavity behind that drywall, maybe advanced infrared to see if there's a cavity and then spray some foam up there? What are your thoughts, buddy? Well, he had asked us. It's a lease space, so he's not going to put a lot of money into it. And That's he asked true. us if it was possible the sound is coming up and over, and the, and the answer is certainly yes. Mm-hmm. It's very possible that the floor, uh, your ceiling, the floor above or or the roof above is contiguous to the units next door to you. 
Um, sounds are typically transferred unless we deaden them through through materials like steel and metal and wood in some cases. And it's your walls in that condo, if it's fairly new, are probably metal studs with drywall. And drywall can actually function like a, a drum head, if you will, and transmit sound if you don't install sound deadening drywall or multiple layers of drywall. So the so short answer to your question is yes, it could be coming up and over. It could be coming through. Next question is what to so do I, about I it, right? See, well, I, I see a distinctive dip, difference from one side of the wall where there's no sound to the other side where I, I do see a gap. I, I couldn't figure out where that sound was coming from. And when I looked up at that, at the top of that ceiling, it's a high, uh, high ceiling. Um, there, there's a distinctive gap there, which is not visible on the other side. So I got to believe that's where it's coming from. And uh, so how I just big wondered is the, how simple, big, simple caulk would be. Yeah. Well, how sorry, big is ahead. the gap? Do you have any, how big is the gap? Do you have any idea? Well, I haven't been up there, but I would guess it's, uh, you know, it's just a, a gap where it's separated. So probably a quarter inch, maybe okay. a little more than that. It's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. Caulk. Um, just to, I mean, it's, it's going to help. Yeah. Yeah. Caulk. Or maybe you can uh, squirt a phone back there first, then caulk it. That may help. But anything's going to help at this point. Okay. Well, I'll have to see if uh, there's enough room for uh, a spray foam. If there is, I'll certainly try that. If not, I'll just... Uh, you know, just caulk it or back around and caulk it or something. I mean, if you've got anywhere the, near uh, a quarter yeah. of an inch, three-sixteenths of an inch, you've got room for a great stuff spray foam. Yeah, absolutely. And I would hit that heavy. Oh, okay. um, that that product is an excellent sound deadener, so it will help. It may not eliminate it, but it'll help. Okay. I hadn't thought about that, so that's a, that's a great idea. I will pursue that. Um, do you have time for a, another quick question? Absolutely, sir. Okay. Um, I'm also selling a home and, um, it's, it needs a new roof on it. It's in great shape other than the roof is, is old. Uh, it's not leaking or anything. It's not to that point, but, um, I'm just wondering about the ROI on doing, you know, replacing that prior to selling, if it's worth it or let the next guy worry about it. You know, it's funny because if you get a good buyer with a good inspector, uh, the inspector is going to say, look, you hire a professional company to do this. It's going to be X dollars, and we have no idea what roof you've got or, you know, what the size of the house is or the slope or anything else. Sure. But it could be easily eight to $30,000 or more. Depending on the house. And one thing you have to be worried about is you may get the warranty because you're the owner. Does that warranty transfer to the next, the next owner, you know, through the providing contractor? So, so how bad mm -hmm. is the current roof? It's, yep. Well, it's got stain on it, uh, you know, so you can see that it's worn. Um, I've had a couple of shingles I've had to replace, uh, you know, that, that have uh, broken off. But it's, uh, you know, I think at the time, it's a, the house is about 30 years old, and at the time, it was they were the best shingles you could buy, so I don't know what the warranty was. I don't know if they were 30, 40, 50 years, whatever. I'm not sure. Um but they were they were good shingles, so I don't know. It's it's probably reaches its life expectancy. Well, understand this: there's nothing you're going to do that is going to give you 100 percent of your money back. You know, a roof definitely won't do that. So what I would probably do is leave it and reflect it in the price. Let people know that there you know there's an issue, but because of the warranty issue, you want the new owners to get the full warranty. That's probably what I would do. Mm -hmm. 
That makes sense. You might that's also, what I w- was leaning toward, but yeah. I would. I might listen at least hear what your listing agent has to say about it as well. Good point. Um, it may not matter at all. It may be totally irrelevant or maybe something that, you know, the listing agent says, I got to be honest with you, no one's even going to want this. So I would listen to what they're saying. Yeah, that's a great point. Okay. I will definitely Bill, Bill, uh, take that advice. Real quick question. Is there any evidence of a leaky roof inside the house? No, not at all. Okay. Okay. That's then. Yeah, I would, uh, I wouldn't do it if it was me. I'd let the, the next homeowners do it. Okay. Yeah, good advice. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help on both issues. This is what we're here for, Bill. Thank you so much for calling, my friend. Appreciate it. You bet. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Oh, heck, Chuck. Let's go ahead and do it. Be caller nine right now at 800-859-0957 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to the Backyard Pool and Spa Show February 17th through the 19th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Once again, call in nine at 800-859-0957. For a bonus chance to win, text keyword POOL to that same number, 800-859-0957. We've given away our allotment of tickets, Chuck. Have we? That's it. Yep. So if you give away any more, you're lying. You're, you're, you're paying for it. <laughs> Out of your own pocket. Yeah, yeah. Chuck's money. Uh, that'll take you... That'll take you maybe a block in a good cab. <laughs> You're right. Hey, uh, but let's stick to the phones. Let's talk to uh, Loretta from Ottawa Hills. Good morning, Loretta. You're on with the guys. Hi, guys. How are you? We are great, ma'am. How can we help you? Well, I just bought a house recently, and I know in my schedule for the spring is painting. <laughs> and um, I, I have two questions. There's inside, oh my gosh, there's inside and outside. Isn't that appropriate? And I have inside painting and outside painting. And I was told for the inside woodwork to, you know, I could scrape and paint and, um, you know, don't worry about, just get the flakes that are coming off, scraping. Um, So my question for that is, is there some type of paint that might be a little bit thicker where, you know, when you scrape it down, there's going to be a show of, because I'm not completely scraping it down, there's going to be a show of that, you know, that those, those marks from having still some of the paint still on, but then painting over it. And then on the outside front porch, which is open on the side and on the front, I have columns out there, not round, but the, the flat two or three columns and a flooring. Everything's wood. It all needs scraping and painting, but is just like we have aluminum siding and vinyl siding on our houses, is there something I can use on those columns to slap it on and never have to paint it? (laughs) And then also, what would you recommend for the flooring out there? I don't want to be continually scraping. You can tell. I like to paint, but you wouldn't know that. When you say out there, do you mean on the porch surface? Thank you, yes. On the porch surface floor. It needs to be scraped and painted, too. Now, I guess I could scrape it and then just leave the wood. I just want your recommendations about the, what you, about the flooring for someone who doesn't want to keep having painting maintenance, the columns, and then if, is there a product, the indoor woodwork, that kind of seals, fills in those 
areas that if that you don't completely scrape. If if we know if what you you're further explanation. Okay, you do know. Okay, no, I, I, th- I think we get what you're saying. Well, there are products out there that you look for that, that you're looking for that have great warranties. You know, one of our first ones we're thinking of is something that Motor City Floors and Coatings or True Tech puts on for the for the floor outside. Is your so you have columns that we're guessing your porch is covered, correct? It, on top, it's covered, but it's an open side in front. Okay, because we don't. I mean, we don't like the idea of painting concrete. It makes concrete very slippery. But it's a wood floor. Oh, and nothing oh. concrete. It's all wood. Everything. I apologize. I apologize. Yeah, no problem. I, I wondered um, if you want to eliminate, you know, where you, where you scrape those flakes off. Really, uh, sanding uh, is the best way to smooth those edges before once you they're paint. scraped. You mean exactly once they're scraped. Um, that's what a professional like MacFarland would do. And a quality paint, you mentioned a thicker paint. A quality paint is going to have more pigment in it and, and, and be a little thicker because of that. It's a more expensive paint. And you may have to put multiple coats on there to accomplish the look that, you're, that you want. Luetis, do us a favor. Can you please hang on during the break? and We'll make sure to finish this up. When we get back from break, also take your phone calls at 888-654-4897. And you mentioned, you know, if, if she had concrete, exterior concrete, that we have a company that can put a beautiful lifetime, never touch it again except to hose it off gently in the summer finish on it. And, of course, that company is Motor City Floors and Coatings. Over 80 years of combined housing experience, the Inside Outside guys need to be your one-stop shop for any and all of your housing needs. Just like Loretta from Ottawa Hills called. Loretta, you still with us? I'm still with you. Okay, you're uh, asking questions about painting inside and outside and the columns. And, and, you know, Chuck's advice is once you scrape them down, take sandpaper to them. And then a couple coats, uh, thick coats, should help eliminate all those unsightly areas that were caused from scraping. And on the outside, um, one of the products we love is Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield comes in, and they will give you a 25-year warranty on anything they do. Um, if it's something you want to do yourself, a lot of the same advice for the inside applies for the outside. Prep is everything, and quality product is everything. There you go. So that is great. Now, is so does Rhino Shield put something the like the example I gave of vinyl siding? Is there something that could be put on on these flat? There's four sides on these flat columns, um, so that you don't have to have painting uh, issues. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. They did my round columns. They did mine. They look great. So, what about the flooring out there? Any suggestions? now, the flooring, if you're not going to carpet it, I mean, there's high-grade exterior carpet you can put on uh, if you want to continue to paint it. Rhino Shield again. They could probably do something like that for you. What do you thought? You can ask them. Yeah. So or, in, it, what, what type of material are we talking about then for the flooring? Well, part? Rhino Shield uses uh, a ceramic, an elastomeric ceramic compound that has a lot of what they call built-in memory in the industry. 
for us, that means that it can expand a little bit with the wood and contract a little bit with the wood and not crack. I'm not quite sure if they can apply it to a, a wood flooring surface that you're going to walk on or not, but can't hurt to ask. Yeah. Um, as long as they give the same warranty, which they, if they're going to apply it, they're going to give the same warranty. But right, if you're going to put thanks. regular paint on it, you're going to use a good high quality porch and deck paint. And again, you're going to, you're going to prep it. You're going to sand it well. You're going to put a really good high quality primer on it. And then you're going to put one or two coats of a really good finish product on it. I would buy at a, uh, paint store like a Sherwin Williams or something like that, Benjamin Moore or Mercury. Now, it being a wood porch, make sure it's very dry before you apply any of this. You got to wait until the warmer weather hits. Uh, have a couple of days without rain. That's when we'd recommend putting it on. Okay, that sounds excellent. Um, what if I wanted to leave it wood? Are, is there like polyurethane for outside? There are what they call porch and deck paints that are used for walking surfaces because walking surfaces are different from vertical surfaces. And those will have additives in them to give them better memory for expansion and contraction. Ken always talks about uh, the, the possibility of putting silica sand in the paint to give it traction, tractability, what the industry calls friction, coefficient of friction because you don't want to have a surface on there that's really good and lasts a long time, but is slick and dangerous, you know. Right. <laughs> Let me make sure I understand. Understand. So is there paint on the existing porch deck now? There is, but it's very. It, it's probably two-thirds paint. The rest of it's chipped off. So okay. when you say, my question also is, when you say porch and deck paint, I'm talking about leaving it the natural wood. And when I hear the word paint, maybe that's. Yeah, not what you're meaning, and that's though. why we asked. That's why I just asked that question. Okay, you're gonna have to, obviously that's gonna take more work. You have to scrape all that paint off that um, that wood deck, and then take sandpaper. Make sure you get it all off. Sand the whole thing, and a good translucent stain. Um, what do you think, water based Chuck? Yeah, beautiful. It'll make that look especially when it's over top. You have a roof over top of it. Okay, so water. Do you know what type of wood uh, it is, Loretta? I'm sorry. Um, I don't. Okay. Uh, yeah, it could be any one of a number. It could be a yellow pine tongue and groove. It could be a hardwood. Um, I would consult with a good paint expert. Uh, or, I mean, if you don't want it, how, how big an area are you talking about? Um, 15 by 10, maybe. You might have a professional come in and do it for you because there's a lot of work involved with that. Uh, MacFarland Painting there in Livonia is an expert at that kind of thing. Yeah, you. I like what you mentioned too, Chuck. Maybe take some pictures of what you have. Uh, where is Ottawa Hills at? You know I'm thinking Grand Rapids, Ottawa well, Hills I'm, High School. <laughs> oh, I'm just, well, I'm just outside Toledo in Ohio. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. All right. So there's more than one Ottawa Hills. There is. Maybe <laughs> if you take some pictures to your local Sherwin-Williams and show them what you have, they're the experts. They do this every day. They know all the new technologies, whether it's a Bear, Pittsburgh, Sherwin-Williams. Take it to one of those shops. Show them. They're going to give you your best, your best options. All right. I took all my notes. Thank you so much. Okay. 
Well, don't hesitate. If you have more questions, either send us an email or call us back. We'd love to hear from you, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you, Loretta. We appreciate you. You're welcome, Loretta. Thank you so much for calling. 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. Yeah, well, we're going to be here tomorrow (laughs) for people from 10 to noon. And uh, then starting in just a few minutes after the noon hour, the guys are going to be headed over to through the magic of radio, Lake Point Electric. You don't want to stick around for that. A lot of great information coming up. I know. If we get to ask half the questions we've got on our list here, that's going to be a really fun show. Ken, if I ask you, what has more dangerous bacteria on it, a public toilet seat or gym equipment in a gym? Oh, I don't want to answer this because I know what, I, I know. What, you know where I'm going when we're done here, don't I you? Do. That's why I. That's, that's why I, I'm sick. Yeah. I guess gym equipment. Yay! Yay! You What's that right. switch for? Listen. Every time I get off my gym equipment, I go and I grab the hand sanitizers and I wipe everything down. And before I get on there, I wipe everything down. So. This guy is OCD. Actually, I, I, keep, I invite him and his friends over all the time because one of them eventually gets up and starts cleaning. <laughs> it's not me. You know, you know that. Okay, like we said, stick around for the next hour of the Inside Outside Guys Education Hour featuring our good friends at Lake Point Electric. And please don't forget, we're going to be at the Suburban Collection Showplace next Saturday for the Backyard Pool and Spa Show. And tomorrow we'll be introducing a new team partner I know. to the Inside Outside Guys audience. If you have a deck, you need deck repair, thinking of anything that has to do with the deck, make sure you listen tomorrow. Same time, same place. In the meantime, for any and all your housing needs, from the roof to the basement, the street to the back fence, if you need it, the Inside Outside Guys are here for you today and every day.